0: Parents at a Toronto Area Aquatic Centre are alarmed by a 50-year-old trans swimmer who is competing against girls as young as 13.
1: Canadian singer-songwriter Buffy St. Marie has come under fire for allegations that her Indigenous heritage may be false.
0: The average cost of a home in Canada is now 141% higher than the median household income. Hello Canada, it's Monday, October 30th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosmin Georgia.
1: And I'm Lindsay Shepard.
0: We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Officials with a Toronto Area Swimming Competition are blaming Swimming Canada regulations for a 50-year-old biological male competing against girls as young as 13. At the Richmond Hill Aquatic Center's fall classic last weekend, 50-year-old Melody Wisehart's participation raised questions from the parents of the other swimmers. As first reported by Rebel News, parents said it was, quote, Perverse, that Wiseheart, who was born male and lives as a woman, was competing against 13 and 14-year-old girls. Wiseheart, a professor at York University in the psychology department, did not respond to a request for comment from True North. Swimming Canada spokesperson Nathan White told True North, quote, for most competitions, a person can compete as the gender they declare, which I believe was changed in 2019. As for the age discrepancy, White said it was an open category, meaning there was no age limit. The sections of the event for the oldest swimmers were 13 and older and 15 and older. Regarding a 50-year-old's participation, White said it certainly seems like an anomaly. While most events were broken up by age, all were divided by gender. Wiseheart, 50, was the only competitor over 17 listed. In response, Linda Blade, the former president of athletics, Alberta, and author of Unsporting, said sporting organizations need to take a stand. Blade told True North, quote, Sports organizations need to pony up, grow a spine, and say no. We compete in the sport on the basis of biological sex, which is still in the charter, by the way. I wonder if one day we'll ever get an answer from uh, one of these competitors these transgender adults who decide to compete against people of a different sex or younger than them because it's bewildering to me. I have never felt the inkling to join a competition where my opponents are much younger than me and of the opposite sex. So I would be really curious to know why they do this or what reasons they give themselves to justify this who would really think it's appropriate for a 50-year-old man to compete against 13-year-old girls?
1: Well, Cosman, the cherry on top here is that Melody Wisehart is a professor at York University in the Faculty of Health. And interestingly, Melody actually works in the Center for Child and Youth Research. So Melody seems to be really interested in constantly being around children and youth. But of course, it's a professor, you know, doing something like this. Only, only professors at Canadian universities are up to these sorts of antics. Canadian singer-songwriter Buffy St. Marie, who has been active since the 1960s as both a musician and an indigenous activist, has come under fire for allegations that her indigenous heritage may be false. St. Marie, who was adopted and did not know her biological parents, has denied the allegations, calling them deeply hurtful. According to St. Marie's authorized biography, she presumed she was born Cree on Piapot, a First Nation in the Capel Valley, Saskatchewan, around 1940, although there was no official record of her birth. St. Marie defended her position with a post on X, stating, quote, For 60 years, I've shared my story with the world as honestly as I know how. I'm humbled my truth is one so many others have connected with. Unfortunately, some wish to question my truth. So here it is as I know it, from me to you. Big love, Buffy. She first gained popularity in the 1960s for her songwriting, with many of her songs being covered by other popular artists at the time, like Elvis and Janis Joplin. She also made numerous appearances on Sesame Street. In 1982, she became the first indigenous person to win an Oscar for Best Original Song, co-writing Up Where We Belong, which appeared in the film An Officer and a Gentleman. Cosmin, this seems like a very complicated issue, and it does seem to be happening more frequently, where people identify as Indigenous, but later they're outed as so-called pretendians because they're pretending to be Indigenous people. Do you blame St. Marie for mistakenly identifying as Indigenous, or do you think she was misleading Canadians all along? I mean, a lot of Canadians believe they're indigenous mainly based on lore within their family, you know, what their parents and grandparents have told them.
0: Yeah, I think this is a very multifaceted issue. Uh, Buffy St. Marie was a Canadian icon, and I think the industry also peddled her as this, you know, indigenous star, and they really played that up, and I think... For a person to go through that and and have other people around them affirm their identity, including indigenous people, we have to ask if indigenous people if if certain first nations accept you and you've embraced that culture for your entire life while you might not be ethnically indigenous or indigenous by birth you've essentially uh, adopted certain ways and and certain habits and a way of life can we truly say that you are not a part of that culture if, if you were raised in it and, and participated in it for a lifetime. Of course, also, this is a celebrity who has received fame and, and some wealth from their life. So there is the question of exploitation that comes about. And we also have the left, progressives, who claim that the soul indicator of one's identity is self-identification, whether it's gender or, or uh, ethnicity, and I think that is at issue here. Uh, there's one side that says, no, actually, it's not just how you feel or, or, or what your uh, personal experiences are. There's actual factual elements that determine you know, who you are from birth, whereas another side says, no, it's entirely based on your own feelings. And of course, there's so many issues that come up with that perspective.
1: Something to note here, Cosman, is the climate in the U.S. versus Canada when it comes to these, you know, false claims of indigeneity, because we have, for example, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Who claimed to be American Indian, specifically Cherokee. And she used this claim to advance her career. And yet she's still a senator. um, And she's still, I suppose you would say, respected in the US in her position. It's not like there are major calls for her to step down as we speak. Um, And yet in Canada, if someone is outed as a pretendian, which is the word that some people use to mean pretend Indian, your career is over. I mean, recently relatively recently there was the case of carrie burasa who worked at a university and she was outed as someone from ukrainian or czechoslovakian descent even though she was claiming to be indigenous and you know lost her career and um, i'm sure that buffy saint marie she will have her honors stripped she prob i predict she probably will lose her order of canada and all that because in canada for some reason it's so wrong we furiously reject non-indigenous people who pretend to be indigenous, but for some reason we accept men that pretend to be women.
0: The average cost of a home in Canada is now 141% higher than the median household income, according to a new report published on Thursday. The data compiled by rates.ca found that a Canadian family earning the median household income of $79,876 would be able to reasonably afford a home costing $315,000. However, the average home in Canada is now going for $757,600. Toronto and Vancouver, the housing market lists an average of $1 million per home. Additionally, mortgage insurers won't insure a home over $1 million, which means interest rates can be raised and more is asked of the initial down payment, noted the report. Including the uninsured mortgage costs, the average home price in Toronto is 162% higher than that of the median family income. In Vancouver, that disparity shoots up to 195%. Population growth and increased income are among the contributing factors, according to Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation Deputy Chief Economist, Aled Ab-Yorworth. There's a big problem in Canada, and I think a lot of outside observers, people from not within Canada, are noticing how insane the housing market is. For some Canadians... It appears that this is normal. I I think there are people invested in housing who want to keep this going because they face a financial benefit from these inflated prices. As the uh, Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation Deputy Chief points out that population growth is one of the major contributing factors. But most of Canada's population growth isn't happening naturally through childbirth um, among citizens. It's actually coming from humongous immigration levels set by the Liberal government. There's an obvious solution here, and it's been said before by economists, but the Liberals have Decided not to touch this. They don't want to lower immigration levels. They claim that the, these immigrants who are coming in are magically putting on a high reflective vest and stepping out onto the construction site to build our new homes when they arrive. But that's not the case. Do you think, Lindsay, if we lowered our immigration levels, we could have a dip in some of these exorbitant housing prices?
1: Well, it is strange how there's just this total lack of political will to even try, you know, to have even a temporary moratorium or lowering of immigration numbers to see if the situation would improve or ease a little bit. The liberal government won't even do that. And unfortunately, the conservatives haven't indicated that they would either.
0: That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Plus, The Andrew Lawton Show will be live at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and Ratioed with Harrison Faulkner will be live today at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.